Let's get nuts. Let's do it! What's happening, everybody? Go to Film Junkie Live on your Tuesday, September 14th. How's everybody doing out there? What is going on? Ah, so much to talk about. I love it when there's so much to talk about because I just can't shut the F up. What's happening? What's going on? Who's out there? What's going on? We got people already in here. Whoop, 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 whoop. All right, let's start from the beginning. Uh, we got Mr. Music Man. Dropping bombs, I know. I think he might actually make an attempt. Maybe they'll give him the green light to do that. We'll see. We'll see. What's going on, Mr. Will Diesel? How you doing? Alexandri. Well, I I, I can't even say. uh, Alex. I'm just going to call you Alex. (laughs) What's up? Uh, Things are looking better. Okay, good. Good to hear that, Eric. (laughs) Seems like a motion comic is kind of cursed right now. What's going on, Mr. Jason? How you doing? Ah, uh, we got Mr. Snake right here. What are you, how you doing? All right, good to see ya. Howdy, Stephanie, good to see ya. And we got Mama Film Junkie here. Hi, Mom. Love you. What's up to the chat? Hello there, Mr. Javier. What's going on? Step too far, yes. Got Eric here, too. Of course, we got Philip. Good to see ya. NK Productions, good to see you, too. Come here, everybody say hi to Mama Film Junkie. That's right. Let's see, make sure I got the right thing there. All right, we're good. Ah, let's see. I know, I know. We'll talk about that, man. We'll talk about that for sure. Ah, I poured a little bit for him, too. All right, what's going on? You made it here, Joey. That's good. That's good. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason. And it's doing pretty good. I mean, you know, it's an interesting day. Lots to talk about. And, you know, a, you know, we lost a good one today. We lost a good one today, which sucks going on markets how you doing oh how you doing all right yeah <laughs> i know i wonder what's going on with that who knows <laughs> who knows oh man i tell you what uh politics rest in peace nah no no rest in peace warner brothers come on come on uh yeah sucks a lot doesn't it i know man Ah, thank you guys for uh, clicking in, of course. Welcome to Film Junkie Live, as always. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Do all that. Subscribe. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you want to become a member, we do a members-only post-show stream. Did a post-show vlog yesterday. We'll talk about what I said in there yesterday because I think some people were like, huh? I thought I thought it was pretty... Uh, I thought what I said there was uh, pretty good, but uh, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that afterwards, so... We'll talk about that. So, Mr. James James, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah. Well, you know. You know those guys are always taking L's. Always taking L's. Yep. Rest in peace, Norm. Yeah, that's one thing that happened today. But, yeah, make sure you do all that. Make sure you're, uh, yeah, all of that if you want to join. Yeah, hit the join button, become a member. And uh, then, of course, there's the Patreon, too, if you want to help out that pirate ship. And then merchandise down below, which... Some uh, new shirts will be in there shortly, and got some stuff, you know. Uh, what's up, Lane? What's up? What's going on? Always with the hashtag guards was right. When is there going to be a Pena is right? Uh, there's some, you know, I think I had a pretty good, you know, I think I have a pretty good track record of things being right. I'm just saying, just saying, you know, you, can, you, could, you could say that hashtag too. You could really do that. It's fine. It's fine, so... 
You're drunk? Well, somebody's already drinking. Nice. Thank you, Philip. Appreciate that. Let's go, Accuracy. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, so make sure you do all that. And yes, guys, I mean, I had to pour a little bit. Usually, you know, uh, Tuesdays and Wednesday shows, I don't do, well, sometimes I'll have a drink, but, you know, I poured some wine for, uh, uh, you know, we lost a great one today. We lost a comedic genius, man, a unique comedic genius. This one hit. This one actually hit, you know, like sometimes, you know, when somebody passes away, it's like, yeah, it's sad, but... You know, when it comes to certain people, I mean, I I think uh, the one that hit the biggest for me was Robin Williams when that happened, because, you know, I just grew up on him. But when it comes to Norm MacDonald, man, um, I kind of grew up with him, too. Maybe not as much, but still, when he took over a weekend update on Saturday Night Live and he had that dry sense of humor coming off of Kevin Nealon, who used to do his and the way that he did the weekend update on Saturday Night Live... I mean, there was something unique about him. I mean, he was an, he, I guess he had, he had to be like an acquired taste, you know, when it came to Norm McDonald, he was very unique in his delivery. So dry, so dry. But after Saturday Night Live and how he showed up in, you know, Sandler movies, other movies, he was in his own movie, Dirty Work, um, all that. And then just seeing like stand up, seeing him on roast, seeing him on late night shows. He always just, he was just, he was just a guy that just, you knew you were going to crack up because he was not going to hold back. And he never did hold back. And that sucks that he passed away today at the age of 61 due to cancer that he's been fighting for like the past 10 years, which he didn't tell anybody about, which is sad. That's, that had to be pretty rough to keep that a secret and kind of breaks your heart, really breaks your heart, man. So cheers to Norm MacDonald, man. May he rest in peace. Man. Uh, yeah, that one, that one, when I saw that, I, I, I immediately, like, shocked, shocked, man. And seeing all the uh, people talk about him today, seeing various clips, which, you know, I retweeted a lot of stuff today. So when we go to the tweets, we'll see some of that. But, man, it's just, yeah, same thing, yeah. Like I said, Stephanie, yeah, with uh, Chadwick Boseman. I mean, it's just, it's sad when, when they keep it all a secret. I mean, we even just found out that Stanley Tucci, had was battling cancer and he didn't tell anybody i mean sometimes yeah they don't they want to put it out there which i understand i can understand that you want to keep it under wraps and then hopefully you could fight it get over it i mean we found out what yesterday that jeff bridges his cancer is in remission fuck cancer jeez but uh yeah i was really sad to hear that man really i really liked uh i really liked uh I mean, we lost a good one we lost a comedic genius today so um yeah Rest in power. Yes, rest in power, Norm MacDonald, man. Just such a, yeah, just such a unique voice. Such a very unique voice. Always followed him on Twitter. He always would tweet. He'd always, like, live tweet some um, college football games and even regular football games. Yeah, just really, really sad. Just a shock to the uh, the comedy community, man. Yeah, fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. Jeez. Sucks, man. Really sucks. But anyways, guys, thank you, of course, yeah, for... You know, if you had a drink, raise it up for Norm, man, or pour one out for Norm, whatever you want to do, because, man, he definitely will, he definitely will be missed. He definitely will be missed. So, all right, guys, let's go to the tweets. Like I said, we'll be seeing a lot of Norm stuff because I was just retweeting stuff as it came around because, you know, it's freaking Norm McDonald. Some good clips out there. We probably won't show them all. Some of them you might, you know, might can't probably show them, but. Well, we'll show some stuff. We'll see some stuff on the tweets. So, all right.
got that ready to go. Um, let me make sure. Yeah, I got to get the right one right there. All right. All right, let's go to them tweets. All right, what happened in the Twitter world today? Apparently there was an earthquake. I saw you talk about that, Jose. There was an earthquake. I didn't feel, I think, I don't know if it was, I think I heard something. Was it, I don't know how long ago it was. I don't think it was that long ago. Wow. No, that's in Haiti. (laughs) I was about to say, what are we talking about here? I don't know. I thought, I thought there was some, I thought I heard, I thought I heard something. I didn't feel anything, but I thought I heard something. That was just, uh, that was just Gavin Newsom, you know, throwing a fit that he's going to lose the recall election. (laughs) That's what it was. That's what it was. Oh yeah, we'll be talking about this venom stuff. This is pretty. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that, of course, for some people out there. I mean, there's a lot of venom stuff that uh, that's going to be mentioned, of course. We'll we'll do the topic of that. Let me make sure I got that on. This is a pretty funny video right here that came across the feed that I thought was pretty hilarious. You know, sometimes these couple prank videos are pretty good, and this guy put up. <laughs> He positioned himself like he was levitating or being possessed right now. So this is pretty. And then, of course, her reaction, she just, like, beats the shit out of him. It's pretty good. (laughs) She threw the remote at him and then... (laughs) Ouch. And then just continues to slap the shit out of him. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's what you got. Hey, power to you, man. <laughs> power to you. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty good, though. It's pretty good. And hey, 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 uh, we got a weekend coming up. Batman Day is coming up. That's right. Batman Day will be coming up. And I'm kind of wondering, guys. I'm kind of wondering. I'm kind of wondering. I don't know. I don't know what's going to be happening. But hopefully we something kind of cool comes out on Batman Day. But yeah, Batman Day is approaching on Saturday. So definitely, definitely keep your eyes out because you just never know what's going to happen. But yeah, right here, Warner Brothers, <laughs> Warner Brothers. I am Vengeance. I am the Night. I'm Batman. Get ready for Batman Day this Saturday by tuning in to the birth of the modern, modern blockbuster premiering in one hour on YouTube. So you can actually watch this right now. Probably check it out tonight. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I almost forgot that Batman Day. Hmm. Be cool if they show something. Of course, we'll talk about that. It was Bill Burr talking about uh, lost a giant today. Rest in peace, Norm Macdonald, man. Ay, 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 ay. Hey, we got some behind the scenes. I don't know who, where these images came from, but yeah, some Aquaman images right here. Images. Looks like there's some uh, orm. Someone, something's happening over there. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Of course, we'll talk about that. Uh, Mr. Chris Wong Swenson. Who, of course, hey, guys, by the way, yes, it's finally out of fucking blocked purgatory. The vodka stream last Friday with Chris Wong Swenson is finally not blocked anymore. I don't know. It's I, I mean, I'm still going through other copyright stuff, but they unblocked the video so you can actually watch that vodka stream. Thank God. So, yeah, if you haven't checked it out yet, go check it out. But he tweeted this out today. Apparently, at Hallmark, they're going to be selling this. Black suit Superman from Zack Snyder's Justice League. Right there. More merchandise. More merchandise. I'm going to have to try to see if I can uh, get this because anything black, black suit Superman, man, I'm all about. So 
That's pretty. I don't know if it's like a Christmas ornament or something. I don't know. I think it might be a Christmas ornament. It looks like it is. So I'll get that and uh, hang it on someone's tree. I don't know who's. And speaking of that, it was like perfect timing because I had this gift going, even though it's a little too, uh, a little too smooth, <laughs> a little too smooth. Here we got Seth MacFarlane because obviously uh, Norm Macdonald played Death a couple of times, a couple few times. I think he played Death. I think Adam Carolla played Death on Family Guy first, and then Norm Macdonald kind of took over. Or they went back and forth. I can't remember, but yeah. To so many people in comedy, me included, there was nobody funnier than Norm Macdonald. You always hoped he would hang around after the work was done just so you could hear his stories and get a laugh. So hilarious, so generous with his personality. I'm going to miss him. So there you go. And then Adam Sandler right here. This one, this one, this one was like, ah. This one really got you, got me right in the heart, man. Kicked my heart in the balls because, you know, I love, I love Billy Madison. I mean, I grew up on that movie. I watched this movie way too much, I think. <laughs> and I could quote this movie for days. And uh, this is what Adam Sandler had to say. Everyone of us loved Norm. Some of the hardest laughs of my life with this man. Most fearless, funny, original guy we knew. An incredible dad, a great friend, a legend. Love you, pal. Man. That one just, ugh. And this is pretty funny right here. <laughs> this is pretty funny right here. Uh, when he was doing, uh, when he, uh, he did a Jerry Seinfeld show. And this is what's sad because right here he was actually battling cancer right here. Now that we're wa watching it. But yeah, there's a comedian, Patton Oswalt, who told me, I think I can't do it. I could probably, I'm not going to do a Norm Macdonald impression. I could probably, if I worked on it, maybe I could do it. But I don't know. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try right now. But he said, I think the worst, he said, Patton Oswalt told him that I think the worst part of the Cosby thing was the hypocrisy. And I disagree. You disagree with that? They said, yeah, I thought it was the raping. I mean, that's just the kind of that humor right there. And look at Jay or uh, Jerry just freaking laughing his ass off because he would just that's those punchlines, those Norm McDonald's Donald punchlines that you never saw coming. That's the thing. That was the brilliance of this man was those punchlines. He would just totally just uppercut you right in the taint, man, with those punchlines. Just like that. Yeah, thought it was a raping, you know, just in the way that he, you know, his voice, too. It's just a good joke right there. Just a good joke. You know, and just retweeting some of the stuff when he's on The View. Of course, he pissed off the ladies on The View, which was great. You always love it when uh, a comedian goes on and piss, pisses off. I mean, <laughs> Barbara Walters was not having it because <laughs> he... He kept on calling out Bill Clinton, like, oh, yeah, Bill Clinton murdered somebody. <laughs> it was like, what the? It was fucking hilarious. I, I, don't, I think we should get the homicide out of the White House and get, like, a, a, a fresh start because we don't want any more murderers. I think we should just go on to the next question. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man, he just was not afraid to say anything. Conan O'Brien right here said, I am absolutely devastated about Norm MacDonald. Norm had the most unique comedic voice. I have ever encountered, and he was so relentless and uncompromising uh, or uncompromisingly uh, funny. I will never laugh that hard again. I'm so sad for all of us today. Yeah, man, he, his appearances on Conan were great. Artie Lang tweeted this out. Of course, good, good image of them right there. Of course, they were in dirty work together. Jim Carrey said right here, my dear friend Norm Macdonald passed after a brave 10-year battle he was one of our most precious gems, an honest and courageous com comedy genius. I love him. It's good stuff, man.
Good stuff. And then here's, uh, of course, when uh, Bob Dole. You're really doing an impression of Dan Aykroyd when he yeah. does an impression of me. Bob you know, Dole, Bob Dole. Uh, Senator, it's a great impression. Listen to this. Come November 5th, a lot of people are going to be surprised by Bob Dole because Bob Dole is going to win this election. <laughs> Doesn't sound a thing like me, first of all. <laughs> that was always great when he played Bob Dole. Burt Reynolds, though. The way when he played Burt Reynolds and he'd always come back and play Burt Reynolds on Celebrity Jeopardy, that was some of the funniest shit. I mean, whenever time they did Celebrity Jeopardy, when he did Burt Reynolds and it was and it well the brilliance of his Burt Reynolds impression wasn't that he even sounded like Burt Reynolds, but he did the mannerisms, you know, the chewing of the gum and just the way that he did on Celebrity Jeopardy. It was just fucking hilarious, just absolutely hilarious, man. Ah, it was just so good. You know, it's like he wasn't he wasn't a guy who did impressions. It was just Norm Macdonald doing mannerisms of whoever he was trying to do an impression for him. That's what it, that, that's what was brilliant about it. We all accepted it. Did he sound just like Bob Dole? No, but he did the mannerisms and the hand thing and everything. Did he sound like Burt Reynolds? No, but he did the the mannerisms. He was always good at doing mannerisms, you know, when it came to an impression. Just great. Just great stuff, man. Uh, we got a drawing from Lee Bermijo right here. Always drawing that super ripped buff Batman. Look at this. So, yeah. So, yeah, we'll talk about this because, yeah, there was a London screening, a fan screening for Venom 2. And uh, so, of course, these two. I mean, I love the fact that I love the fact that Andy Serkis is all decked out in a nice suit. Yeah. You know, Tom Hardy's like, yep, just showed up in a hoodie, some jeans and New Balance shoes. That's what he did. And then he took uh, he took the hoodie off. He even brought his dog. Tom Hardy brought his dog to the screening, man. But yeah, look at that. Like Andy Serkis just looking sharp. <laughs> but hey, it's fucking Tom Hardy. And he's got his dog right there. His dog, Blue. I like that. I like the fact that he just showed up. I know. Tom Hardy's looking pretty, pretty trim right there, huh? Pretty trim. Looks like he's in good shape right there, so... And, uh, yeah, it's happening, guys. It's happening. Why does it have to happen? Who knows? But 33 years later, there's going to be that Twins sequel, Triplets, with Ivan Reitman set to direct. And, of course, Schwarzenegger and uh, DeVito are going to be showing up, too. And Tracy Morgan will be the lost sibling. At one point, it was Eddie Murphy, but something tells me that Eddie Murphy was like, fuck this. I'm not going to do this. I don't know if I really want to see this. I'll probably check it out. Somebody's backing up out there. Um, but yeah, we're definitely going to be getting that triplets twins sequel with Tracy Morgan. I'm like, no. Yeah, I, 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 I want to almost attempt to do a Tracy Morgan impression, but somebody will probably cancel me for it or something like that. Somebody get pregnant. There you go. That was my impression right there. I think that could be Amazon, guys. That could be Amazon. I was supposed to get a pop today. I was supposed to get my pop today. I wonder if it is. I'll check in a little bit. That that could be Amazon right there. If I could look at, I think it is. I think it is. So, when we're done here, so, and hey, to the haters out there, to you Dodger fans out here, Dodger fans, remember when this was happening? ESPN was like, yeah, yeah, projected record for the uh, San Francisco Giants playoff odds, one point two percent, seventy ninety two record that's right it's coming in you know 23 yeah how it started how's it going clinched the playoffs last night motherfuckers that's right beat the padres clinched 
the playoffs. That's right. There you go. You haters, you haters. That's right. We'll see you in October. Built for October. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Ah, here's a good one right here. Oh, dude, this one, this one's, <laughs> this one's funny because this right here at the ESPs, uh, <laughs> I can see Ken Griffey Jr. did not like this joke that Norm McDonald said. It's pretty funny. He became the first defensive player to win the Heisman Trophy. And congratulations, Charles. That is something that no one can ever take away from you. Unless you kill your wife and a waiter, in which case... <laughs> it's another, look at that. King Griffey Jr. ain't having it, man. Everybody else... Yeah. <laughs> That's King Griffey Jr. right there, man. Not having it. He's like, nope. He's like, nope. Oh, man. Oh, man. The OJ jokes that Norm MacDonald had. Oof. This is a good one, too, but I think NBC might dive bomb me if I play that one. It's a good one. It's a good one. He's just shitting on the movie that she is in. It was pretty freaking hilarious. Pretty hilarious. But, yeah, guys, this is what it was right there. God, man. When that came across the feed, I was like, what the hell? Just lump in the throat and just, God, shocking. Just shocking. It sucks, man. Really sucks. Really sucks. So rest in peace, Norm. But, yeah. Uh, just had a lot of, just, he had those zingers, man. He just had those zingers, had those zingers. Okay. So here we go. Daniel RPK on his Patreon is, uh, dropping some stuff. He dropped some stuff on his Patreon today. So it's interesting to, I don't know, you know, I'll always take things with a grain of salt, but I always, I've always said that, you know, when it comes to the scoopers out there, I would say RPK maybe has, well, you know, so he's got a good tracking, I guess. I don't know. I mean, not all the time. And I know, you know, you know, I've, he, stuff he said in the past has always you know, been kind of, you know, iffy, whatever the hell. But according to Daniel RPK, he just confirmed that the Joker sequel starring Joaquin Phoenix has been greenlit. I, I've expressed many times that I don't think this movie needs a sequel. It is kind of funny. It is kind of funny how, you know, in the midst of uh, this merger that's happening with people losing their jobs, the fact that they were trying to kill the first movie, they didn't want this movie, Toby, good old Toby, didn't want this movie to happen, and they lost money because they didn't want to throw anything at it, really. They didn't want to throw anything at it, and then it ended up making a billion dollars. Ended up making a billion dollars, so now they want a sequel. Now they want a sequel, of course, because it made a billion dollars, but... I've always, I was always kind of thinking like, ah, dude, do, do you really want to, ah, do you really want to, you really want to do that, huh? You really want to do that. So, hmm, it's interesting, interesting. So, yeah, so I, I just don't know what they're going to do with it. What are they going to do with this story, you know? What were they going to, what are they going to do with this story? I mean, obviously, they, they're going to have to continue it. Is he going to be in the Arkham, is he going to be in Arkham? What's going to be happening? Is there going to be like a Harley Quinn type character that's going to show up? I don't know. I, I, I've always said that I, I think I'd even did a video where I'm like, yeah, introduce like a Harley Quinn type character. I don't know. And then I've all, when it came to the discussion after watching the Joker, a lot of people had theories. I kind of like the theory that a lot of things were in his head and there was like certain things that maybe that gave that away. I don't know. Are they going to, what are they going to do when it comes to like the whole Batman Bruce Wayne element? Because at, obviously at the end of Joker, we saw, you know, the Waynes getting killed yet again. But it was, you know, they tweaked it. It was a little bit different. I'm just kind of going, what are they planning on doing with this? 
And why aren't they doing more black label movies? You know, you've got this whole rogues gallery from the Batman universe or even anybody from anybody in the DC universe. Why aren't they doing other ones? Why don't you do another one first, then go back, then go, then go to the, uh, then go back to the Joker. I don't know. It just seems like a little bit, I don't know. It just seems a little strange. I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to wait until there's actually, I'm going to wait until we actually hear that Joaquin Phoenix is down to do it. Because Joaquin Phoenix had to sacrifice health just to do this fucking movie. So the first movie. So I don't know. And then, of course, he said he said that there's other DC HBO Max series projects that are going to be announced from the Batman universe, which, yeah, I can understand that. And I know we're waiting on like a full on Catwoman Selena Kyle series. Maybe they'll do. I don't know what else they'll do when it comes to that. But apparently he said that's going to be happening, too. So there you go, guys. More Joker. Not sure what the hell they're going to do, but that's that's pretty much uh, what we're seeing there. Um, let's see. Surprised that Nolan chose Universal. Was that more his choice or the studio still? Yeah, we'll talk about that. And thank you. Uh, thank you, William, for the, uh, the super chat. And then, of course, uh, Mr. Danny, what's going on? Greetings. Another Joker movie, but still no Man of Steel 2. I know, right? I know. I know. They're just it's like, come on. You got Cavill right there, right there, right there. Ah, remember, remember when this was going to happen? Shailene Woodley was going to be uh, Mary Jane. She was going to be MJ. And they deleted all of that because Sony are big dum-dums. Yeah, yeah, remember when that was happening? And then uh, Warner Brothers conf- uh, confirmed this Tuesday Dune global rollout right here. So all around the world, this is uh, when the premiere of Dune will happen. So mainly September, all in September. So a lot of countries are actually going to get the movie early in September and then, of course, we're, we don't get it till October 22nd. Hey, at least we get it before Australia, who gets it December 2nd. Jesus Christ. So sorry about the land down under there, but Jesus Christ, we're, gonna, we're, we're second to last. We're second to last. That's not fair. There's going to be people that are going to get it a month ahead. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then we got Ryan Reynolds right here and Will Ferrell. They're currently filming a... a uh, a movie together, and this was pretty good right here. So watch this. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown. Ah, that's just beautiful right there. I'm telling you. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is like fully on TikTok. I mean, that was like meant for him. TikTok was meant, any social media, really. The guy just adapts to any fucking social media. The guy's a fucking marketing genius, man. That's why I'm saying like Feige, let him run some shit. When it comes to Deadpool, just let him go. Let him go. Let him have free range. Just let him have free range, man. Free range. Uh, here's the cast of the Fresh Print or the Bel Air, the Bel Air series. I'm going to, I'm, 
I'm curious because it's a serious take, but it is it is interesting. I don't I haven't really heard of any of these people, but man, they're going full force. They're just uh, yeah. There's all the names right there. Lisa. They're already they're already gonna have Lisa. They're already bringing Lisa. Lisa didn't show up to like season six or something like that. I thought. Yeah, Jeffrey, Jazz, Ashley, Hillary, Carlton, Vivian, and of course Philip. Man, Uncle Phil. So it's going to be interesting, a serious take on Bel Air. I don't wonder how people are going to take that. You know, I, I, I'll, give it a, I'll give it a chance, but, uh, you know, I'm not rushing to see it. I mean, I love that show. I grew up watching, and I still watch reruns of it, man. Jeez. Here's a, big, uh, here's a big W right here. America's oldest living World War II vet, Lawrence Brooks, celebrates 112 years. Look at this. This guy's still alive. Still kicking, 112 years old. Holy crap, man. Good for you, Lawrence Brooks. Look at that. It's awesome. So awesome. Yeah, of course, we'll talk about that. And hey, I'm just going to show this even more to you Dodger fans out there. You know, it's just celebration. Look at these gentlemen right here. Just awesome. You know, bunch of all-stars right here. Yeah, yeah. Just kicking ass. Look at those guys. You got Posey, Belt, Longoria, and, uh, and Crawford right there. So, gotta love it. And then look at this sexy motherfucker right here. Val Kilmer at the premiere of uh, Batman Forever. Gotta love it. Gotta. Hey, hey, look at this. So nobody saw this happening. We're all wondering if there's going to be a Bright sequel, which apparently it's going to happen. But there's a Bright anime spinoff that's starring Samu Liu. <laughs> so Samu Liu is freaking, yeah, is going to be starring in uh, Bright Samurai Soul. So they released a trailer today. I mean, Netflix is going pretty headfirst into the fucking anime world, man. That's pretty cool. But yeah, we're all waiting for the sequel, and here we go. We got an anime spinoff with some uh, some Lu, man. So good on him. That's pretty cool. What's going on, Jesse? Uh, I think we're pretty good. Yeah, this is pretty interesting right here. Uh, apparently, in the new movie that Oscar Isaac and uh, Jessica Chastain were in, Oscar Isaac sang to Jessica Chastain to help her with an embarrassing sex scene in uh, scenes from a marriage because I was so nervous he played music and we drank a bit of bourbon. He'd say, just pretend there's nobody else here. It's okay. So there you go. Oscar Isaac, just a fucking beast. Remember we saw him on the red carpet and he was all like, I thought he looked like he was on ecstasy when he was like kissing up on her arm. You know, it was like Gomez and Morticia right there. He's all, but hey, Oscar Isaac made her comfortable. Hey, Let's uh, have some pretend sex. Let's drink some bourbon, and I'll sing to you. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And then, uh, can there please be footage of this? I want to see this conversation. Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood told Jeff Daniels he related to a gross scene in Dumb and Dumber. You know, it's the shitting scene. Obviously, we know that. So I want to hear that conversation that Clint Eastwood had with Jeff Daniels. Like, oh, yeah, I had, yeah, I had diarrhea like that, yeah. You know, I mean, like, yeah, can you imagine that conversation? Yeah. Quinlan Eastwood talking about the time he had the shits, just like, you know, Jeff Daniels did in Dumb and Dumber. I want to see that footage. I definitely want to see that footage, so. And, uh, hey, Last Night in Soho, ha, ta, 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 can't wait to see this movie. Oh, good old Anya. Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah, it's a pretty cool, uh, it's a pretty cool poster right there, a pretty cool uh, image from Total Film. Like it, like it. Hey, and one year ago today, remember this happened? When Jason Momoa went buck wild on his Instagram? This shit has to stop and needs to be locked. 
looked at Ray Fisher and everyone else who experienced what happened under the watch of Warner Brothers Pictures needs proper investigation. I just think it's fucked up that people released a fake Frosty announcement without my permission to try to distract from Ray Fisher speaking up about the shitty way we were treated on Justice League reshoots. Serious stuff went down. It needs to be investigated and people need to be held accountable. Hashtag, I stand with Ray Fisher. See, you know, you know, looking back at this, you know, and people always point the finger at other fans that, you know, oh, you said I stand with Ray Fisher, but yet you support the other movies. Well, even Jason Momoa called out Jason Momoa. And, and I love the fact that this happened, too, because Jason Momoa literally, literally pretty much called out Warner Brothers right there and still kept his job. Guy is still filming Aquaman, too. He flat out called him out on his Instagram and still has his job. It just shows you. They're kind of, I think they're kind of afraid of Jason Momoa. You think? Think that, you know, think that Warner Brothers is kind of, you know, afraid of uh, Jason Momoa? I would say so. And here's the best costume at the Met Gala event yesterday. I thought this was the best one right here. You know, everybody else was all dressed up. You know, Robert Pattinson just showed up in his uh, Adidas jacket and uh, his army pants, his ca- camouflage pants. So... All of that. That's right. Preseason. Look at that. Look at that beast. Look at that beast of a manager. Gabe Kapler. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right. I think that's pretty much it when it comes to the tweets. Woo. Whoosh, whoosh. All right. Hey, guess what, guys? It was. It was them. It was them. So I need something to cut this. Let me see here. Ah, I got nothing. Oh, I got my pen. It was Amazon showing up. Ah, there we go. Doing an unboxing, live unboxing. There he is. There he is. There he is. John McClane, Die Hard. There we go. Ordered this bad boy yesterday. It's a it's a Walmart exclusive. It's a Walmart exclusive. Is Wonder Meg out there? Is she jealous? What's in the box? There you go. Good old John McClane. I couldn't pass it up. When I saw him, came out. Yeah, that's right. So, oh, they even have Al. They even have Al. I didn't know that. They have Al. Al Powell. That's cool. And, of course, they got Hans Gruber. And then they got the other John McClane, which was a little bit more pricey. So I went for, I went for this guy. So cool. There you go. Got my new pop. Got my new pop. I like it. Yeah. Couldn't pass up on that when it showed up. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I gotta, I got I gotta get me, I gotta, I have to have a die-hard pop. So that's cool. Gotta love that. So, um, but yeah, thank you, uh, thank you to the guys to uh, who uh, did the super chats, William and uh, Danny, right there. So I appreciate it. All right, let's talk about some. Uh, let's talk about the first topic right here. We got, of course, we got Christopher Nolan leaves Warner Brothers for Universal. I mean, I tell you what, this. It's almost like it was like an it's like an episode of the the Bachelor. I mean, he straight up was like, "Who gets the rose? Who gets the rose?" You know, he passed up hmm, Netflix. Hmm. Let's see what we got over here. Well, we got Legendary. Hmm, I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't going to Disney. I think Disney ever even tried, you know, or anything like that. Paramount. Hmm. Where am I gonna? Where am I gonna? You know, ah, the rose goes to Universal, and I love all the jokes that were happening out there. When people were talking about how, like, oh yeah, is uh, Christopher Nolan going to direct the last Fast and Furious? That'd be that'd be kind of cool. Why not? 
he would probably destroy a lot of cars, but you know, why not? But uh, yeah, so yeah, guys, Christopher Nolan has found a new home, no longer with Warner Brothers, because <laughs> what's funny about it, though, is I think it's, I, I know a lot of people are just like, you know, with obviously, yeah, Warner Brothers, and we could laugh at them, we could do like, ha, we could do a Nelson, ha, ha, kind of thing. You know, we could totally just uh, look at Warner Brothers and do do whatever. Good job, Warner Brothers. You lost some good talent. But at the same time, I think it... I wouldn't be surprised if it's kind of a mutual thing because of all what happened last year when it came to Tenet rolling out, you know? I think uh, he probably bumped... He probably had a lot of head bumps when it came to all that. I, that's what I'm guessing. When it came to... When it came to him wanting to just, I want to release my movie, I want to release my movie, and then him talking shit about HBO Max and the streaming paradigm, I mean, he kind of just, I think he probably, he probably burned some bridges. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. But at the same time, it's like, well, fuck him, you know? Fuck him. <laughs> just get away. Snyder's already gone. I mean, who knows, you know? We hope that he can come back and finish some things. But, you know, he's uh, in a better relationship. So we'll see what happens with Universal. But, uh, yeah, so let's go to the article right here. I'm pull up the article and we'll uh, talk about the article. was uh, coming from uh, Variety. Boop, get rid of that. All right, so I got to turn that off. <laughs> All right, so here's the article right here. Christopher Nolan making film about, uh, let's see, about development of the ad atomic bomb for Universal. There you go. Christopher Nolan's World War II film about J. Robert Oppenheimer and the development of the atomic bomb will be made by Universal Studios, marking the first time in nearly two decades that the director has not filmed a movie for Warner Brothers. <laughs> Suck it, Warner Brothers. The director had been talking to several studios in recent weeks about the possibility of... Back in his drama, which carries a hundred million dollar budget, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. That's pretty low, right? I mean, usually Christopher Nolan budgets get close to two hundred million. Sony and MGM Studios were also in the mix, and Nolan did have talks with Warner Brothers, but the relationship with his former studio home was grown has grown strained. That's why I think it was a mutual thing. I think that I think it all just the whole tenant fiasco just kind of fucked up their relationship. The director was upset by Warner's decision to release its entire 2021 slate concurrently on HBO Max, and the studio was unhappy with the public comments expressing his displeasure. Nolan dubbed HBO Max the worst streaming service. Yeah, see that that that's that's not good. Worst streaming service. Yeah, a blunt assessment, unlikely unlikely to make it into the company's marketing materials. With the exception of the 2014 film Interstellar, which was filmed for Paramount Pictures and distributed by Warner Brothers internationally, all of the, his recent movies were set up at Warner Brothers. Nolan's last film, Tenant, was released by Warner Brothers in the middle of the pandemic and was a box office disappointment, but his track record of making hits like Dunkirk and The Dark Knight is strong enough that his new outing drew interest from several several backers, including streaming services. Nolan was insistent that the film have an exclusive theatrical release. Tenet wasn't impacted by Warner Brothers' decision to debut its films on HBO Max. His, uh, God, I hate it when it does that. His latest sci-fi epic re received a tr traditional theatrical rollout because it predated the studio's 2021 distribution strategy. So, yeah. 
There you go. Filming on Appenheimer. Oppenheimer. Picture is expected to begin in the first quarter of 2022. Uh, Killian Murphy, Murphy has been uh, mentioned as a possible member of the ensemble, but casting has yet to take place. Nolan wrote the screenplay for the picture, and top executives at the studios are allowed to read his script at the offices of his production company, Syncopy. Syncopy Incorporated, Donna Langley played a critical role in landing the project for Universal, while Nolan's agent, Dan Alani, led the negotiations on the director's behalf. So there you go, guys. There you go. Deadline was Deadline first reported the Universal had won the rights to Nolan's first, or Nolan's new film. So, congratulations! Congratulations to Universal! I mean, that's all we could say. I mean, we, we just want to see another Nolan film. We knew it wasn't going to be Warner Brothers, and Universal now has it, so... Good on them. Good on them. <laughs> oh, Warner Brothers, what are you doing? <laughs> but at the same time, like I said, it was... I think they just all, they all butted heads. So it was time. It was time. You know, like I said, he's been there for two decades. It was time for him to leave. It's time for him to leave. You know, especially with the merger happening, who knows what was going to happen with that, which we're going to talk about in the next topic. But yeah, so, hey, what can you do? What can you do, you know? There's nothing you can do about it. And, uh, you know, that's fine. It's fine by me. It's fine by me. Long as long as Universal just lets... Christopher Nolan actually drop an atomic bomb. That's all. You know, that's the running joke, of course. I think that joke is kind of wearing thin now because, you know, we all know that Nolan likes to be practical. You know, Tenet, he wanted to really run an actual plane into the hangar. So the running joke is, oh, are they going to let him drop an actual atomic bomb? Maybe. I don't know. No, they're not going to do that. But anyways, yeah, congratulations on that. And, um, yeah, sorry, Warner Brothers. (laughs) I mean, whoo, man. Discovery can't come anytime sooner, man. The merger, they're really just, I mean, after hearing about the Gavin O'Connor thing yesterday and then, you know, everything with Zach and just other things. I mean, David Ayer, I mean, there's so many things, so many things that I'm, I'm sure that um, that Nolan is probably, he's probably happy that he's kind of walking away from Warner Brothers. I think so. I think so. So... So, hey, there you go. Universal, congratulations, and uh, looking forward to seeing this uh, little biopic right here of Oppenheimer. It's going to be interesting. I like it. I like it a lot. So, And then speaking of Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers and Discovery. So we have an update. We have an update on the merger. Now, we've been talking about this. How soon is it going to happen? What's going on behind the scenes? You know, we've talked about it on Vodka Stream, Patreon Stream. We've talked about a lot of things. A lot of things. So a new article came out today that actually talks about this from Deadline. And here's our article right here. So Warner Media Discovery deal on track to close in first half, but details sparse. We have our go-to market uh, strategy ready. Discovery CFO. And there's that ugly logo that nobody fucking likes. (laughs) I mean, it's still a bad logo. I mean... Can somebody from now till till it happens, can we get somebody to redesign the logo? Because it's just not, it's not good. It's really not that good. Executives on both sides of the $43 billion Warner Media Discovery merger again confirmed the deal is on track to close by the middle of next year. Middle of next year. So we still got a, we still got a, we still got some time, guys. But details otherwise remain scarce. 
on the combination that will reshape the media industry. In presentations uh, at a media conference yesterday and today, Discovery CFO Gunnar Wiedenfels and AT&T CFO Pascal Desroches said they don't expect regulatory roadblocks in the transaction. The telecom giant agreed in May to spin off WarnerMedia, which will combine with Discovery to create a behemoth run by Discovery CEO David Zaslov. Among an army of other assets, the deal joins HBO Max and Discovery Plus. Wall Streeters and industry players are eager, eager to know how the streaming services will be rolled out and priced. We have our go-to market strategy essentially ready, says Wiedenfels. We've got our ducks aligned here, but obviously, as you know, we're not in a position to speak about that right now, he added in uh, response to questions by Jessica Reef Alrich, an analyst from Bank of America, Merrill Lynch. Discovery is starting to set up our integration management office so there are like i said they're already getting things rolling there's only so much you can do in terms of really detailed work for closing the deal as you can imagine but i am very pleased with how the team has been set up the strategy then then as now will be aligned around what the okay so here it is guys here's the good quote right here here's a good quote right here the strategy then as now will be aligned around what the customer wants. What the customer wants. Okay? And what do we want, guys? Oh, we know what we want. Yes, we know exactly what we want. He confirmed initial cost synergies uh, of about $3 billion. Zaslov will likely be pressed on the issues again at another media conference next week hosted by Goldman Sachs. AT&T Chief Financial Officer DeRoches, the former CFO of WarnerMedia, said AT&T couldn't be more pleased with how the process is going to unload the entertainment business it acquired in 2018 for $85 billion. Yeah, AT&T is like, we don't know. We don't take it. Please take it. Be smooth about it. You guys take it. We tried. We tried. I don't know what's going on with these guys. I don't know. I don't get it. Okay, they they, they were trying to create something. They fucked over some people. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. We are exactly where we thought we would be at the stage of the process, and we expect the transaction to close in the first half of 2022. So we're really pleased with how thing, or how that's moving along. Here's the reality. When you look at the rules around antitrust, there is no reason why this merger should not be approved, especially given the changes in, com in the competitive landscape and the participation by big tech companies in media. When you look at the traditional rules of antitrust, we feel really good about the ability of this to be approved. And then it says right here, this is analyst Dave Barden prodded him gently. There's a lot of people that don't yet uh, that don't know yet about the transaction. It's complicated. The reverse Morris, uh, this is all a bunch of logistics that I'm like, I don't even know. But, you know, of course, there's going to be people that are going to be asking questions how it's all going to go. I mean, it's a big fucking merger. It's a big merger. So, I mean, I could read the rest of this, but it's just all the logistics about everything. But the biggest thing was that quote right there. That quote right there will align around what the customer wants.
there's the key right there. That right there. That right there. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. We, I have a feeling that Toby and Ann are, are getting their resumes ready because, well, they definitely don't know what the customer wants. That's for sure. Jesus. You know, Hamada, who knows what's going to happen with him. But, you know, at least we know things are moving smoothly. Something could happen. Something could be interesting, but I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be okay, and uh, I think it'll, you know, Zaslav will come in, and he's probably already got stuff planning. I don't know. We've always talked about with the recent stuff that we've that's been announced, like, you know, all the Batman stuff, Black Canary series, the stuff that's going to HBO Max. I mean, they know all this. I don't know if they're already in the decision-making. Probably not. Who knows? I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the logistics. We can assume that they're already, like, Hey, you should do that. And they're looking at every little nook and cranny. They're looking at all the numbers, all the analytics. They're looking at everything. They are very aware of what happened when it came to restore the Snyderverse. That hashtag 1.5 million. They are very aware. Of course they are. Of course they are. They're seeing everything. They, they're probably aware that we want that Batfleck movie. We, they're very aware. They're very aware. 100% that you don't go into this thing not being aware of all that. It, but, it, you know, but at the same time, guys, at the same, at the same time, we are damaged goods, okay? We're damaged goods. Let's be a little hesitant because every time somebody new came in, and Walter, whoever, every time they came in, we were like, they're gonna say, they're gonna do it. Yeah, they're gonna release the Snyder Cut. Watch, that's our guy. That's our girl. Yeah, it's gonna do it, and they did. So, be a little hesitant. Got to be a little hesitant, okay? We're damaged goods. We're traumatized, okay? This is a whole new relationship that we're in, so we're going to be a little, you know, don't just jump into bed the first day, the first date. I don't know why my analogy is just going right to there, but it is. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Don't get your, I mean, I, yeah, we can get start getting our hopes up a little bit, but, you know, for all we know, you know, I'm just saying. Just, uh... Hold it down. Hold it down a little bit, okay? We'll be, we could be excited and we could be like, and then if we hear that Toby and Ann are out the door, yes, we could celebrate that for sure. But let's not just immediately think that they're just going to be like, air cut, Deathstroke, Batflick, you know, we don't, let's just kind of uh, keep it, uh, let's keep cool, guys. Let's keep cool. Let's be good fans. Let's be good fans. That's all I ask. Let's just be good, calm, collective fans and just be like, just walk in and, yeah, just shake the hand. We'll see what happens. <laughs> That's all I say. But for God's sakes, man. Okay. Keep it down. We're good. Serenity now. All right. <sighs> Should be good, guys. Should be good. Should be good. Ooh, we got Mr. Proctor right there. Boop. Hold on. Let me bring up your, um, whatchamacallit, right there. Thank you for the super chat, sir. Zach had a plan and will say he killed the wrong Robin. Let's retcon that in the flash. Bring Brenton. Oh, man. You, yeah, you really want to retcon that. Hey, you know, Brenton, his, uh, his Nightwing, yeah, I think he, he maybe could fit in the Batfleck universe, I think, maybe. But uh, thank you for the $5 super chat, sir. You're awesome. I appreciate that. Retcon? Mm, I don't know. I still like the idea that Zach was like, nah, it's Dick. It's Dick that got killed. I, I kind of like that. I don't, know. I don't know. That's just me, though. That's just me. So, 
Anyways, all right, to the next topic at hand here. The next topic shall be... All right, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man video fake. The fuck is going on with this thing? We live in the fucking Matrix, guys. We just live in the Matrix. We do. Okay, so... (laughs) One of the topics I already had planned for tonight was to talk about Andrew Garfield and his appearance last night on Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon asked him about Spider-Man. But apparently, and uh, thank you to Matt Jarbo, <laughs> who played the clip on his, on his, on his uh, show, on his channel last night. Apparently, he got dinged by, I think, NBC Universal. And when he tried to dispute it, they said, nope, we're going to keep the copyright. So I'm like, all right, I better not show that. Sucks that that's the case. It shouldn't be the case. Did commentary over a clip. It's, it's fucking fair use. It's really ridiculous. So I was going to play that, but I'm not going to play that. And I'm not even really going to talk about that because it's just the same old stuff. It's just more people asking Andrew Garfield, are you in Spider-Man? No way home, blah, blah, blah. He's just going to be getting that until December. I mean, unless they show it in the next trailer like we've talked about, he's just going to get that question time and time again. And that sucks. It's like when Ben Affleck was trying to promote the Live by Night movie and he kept getting asked by Batman about Batman, 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 Batman. It must suck that that's that he constantly has to do that. Meanwhile, Tobey Maguire, Tobey Maguire is taking selfies with fucking fans at the park, and then the fans going, "Hey, you in Spider-Man: No Way Home?" He's like, "Yeah, of course I am." <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Jesus, that's what's happening with Toby. <laughs> while Andrew's like, "Hey, no," you know, while he's feeling a tingle in the back of his neck, which is just fucking Kevin Feige going like this. Don't even fucking say it. Don't even say it. Yeah. Poor Andrew, man. It sucks. Poor Andrew. But anyways. So, I'm not even going to show the video. Because, okay, so there's a new video. I'm not going to show it because, Jesus Christ. But the video is on is on right now. I'll, I'll uh, let, me, let me, I can drop the link for you guys. I'll drop the link for you. It's a video called How I, How I Trolled the Internet. Andrew Garfield Deepfake. I'm sure you guys have saw it, saw it, seen it already. You've already seen it on your, uh, on your feed probably. And uh, at first it was like, well, wait a minute. What the hell? It was a deepfake? Just a very detailed deepfake? Here, let me drop it right here. Let me get the link. So here's, here's the link right here just in case you guys haven't seen it. It's right there. So just dropped it in the chat right there for anybody who wants to see it. And uh, it's a, said it's a Alex Serrato. Serrato. And as it goes through, he kind of like back engineers it. Oop. Turn that down. And he kind of shows like how he did it. But at the same time, there's so many people that are calling bullshit on this. <laughs> like it's a pretty good video that kind of shows like he breaks it down and everything like that. But the thing is, you know... Like I had, I don't know if Aaron Bailey is in there, but um, he responded to me and I was like, I don't know what to believe anymore. We're in the fucking Matrix. But uh, apparently it's like, yeah, if you're going to do a deep fake, you do need that base. You need a base to put the face on, you know. So cue the uh, Nick Cage, you know, clip from face off, face off. So. Now a lot of people are debunking this, and it seems like that's the case. A lot of people are going into this video. Let's see, what is it currently at? 
The video is currently, it was getting, it was getting, yeah. Oh, he turned on. <laughs> okay, so there you go. So the video is, uh, got over 23,000 views. He turned the like and dislikes off. So yeah, it's pretty much, it's pretty much fake as hell. It's fake as hell. And I don't know if, I don't know if like somebody, is this guy like was hired on to like do something like this? I don't know. I can't tell you. But apparently he does like VFX stuff when you look at his channel. And this video is blowing up because a lot of people are like, what the hell? And, uh, but yeah, but when it comes to a deep fake, you need to put the face on an actual person. And when you look up close and all the details, the stomach moving, the throat stuff moving, I mean, even though Andrew Garfield, which he said on Jimmy Fallon last night was going, yeah, it's Photoshop. Yeah, it's Photoshop. The timing, the timing is weird, right? Isn't all timing is weird with everything, you know? Especially even like the first two topics of this video, of this stream, of this show. You know, you got Christopher Nolan leaving Warner Brothers. And then all of a sudden, there's an update on Warner Brothers Discovery. You know, it's timing of everything is just, it's always interesting. But yeah, I'm just saying like, at first I was going, oh, what the hell, it's fake. But yeah, I don't think, it's not fake. He's just trying to pull a fast one right there. So yeah, it's definitely fake. Definitely fake. So now we know that that video, of course, is 100% real. And that's totally fine. I just feel so sorry for Andrew Garfield, man. I feel sorry for that man. <laughs> Poor guy. He's just like, he's just going to be asked this question forever. Not forever, for the next three months, whatever. So, but yeah, that was just kind of funny. So this guy, <laughs> this guy is now an enemy of like, uh, of, uh, well, he's an enemy of the, the, the nerd fandom. That's for sure. It's a good video though. He did a good job of like showing that, oh yeah, this, that, and this, but you know, showing how he, back you know almost like a back engineering of it it's pretty interesting so yeah it's fine though but hey good job mr alex <laughs> now you're like the most hated guy in nerd fandom right now because you did that you had to turn your likes and dislikes off not good but hey the video is pretty good quality it you tried you tried to pull a fast one but man it's not looking good for you not looking good for you but you kind of wonder did sony or marvel hire him to do that just to like throw people off. And it's like, we're not stupid. We're not stupid. It's a good try. Get, get the, get the, uh, the, those VFX guys, uh, the corridor crew, get them to look at it. I wouldn't be surprised if they do a video on it and they should just like do a video and then they'll, they'll totally just like, yeah, yeah, that's what he did. You know, hey, you know, when you do a deep fake, it's like this. Yeah. So who knows? They probably won't touch it though. They won't touch it, but yeah. Nice try. Andrew is definitely in. No way home. Can't wait. And somebody give some heat to Toby, man. Get the pressure off Andrew. Put a little bit on Toby for once. Somebody interview him, please. Want to come on the vodka stream, Toby? Come on. Anyways. Last topic. Ugh. The Venom 2. First Venom 2 reactions. All right. So, yeah, there was a London screening of, uh, of Venom 2. And like I said, we saw a little bit of it, you know. We saw Circus and uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy brought his dog. It's just uh, pretty adorable. Pretty adorable right there. And um, so let's look at some of these. Let's see. Don't don't change. All right. So let's look at some of these reactions right here. Whoops. Look at some of these reactions right here. All right. So we got, you know, if you just type in, type in Venom, Let There Be Carnage, we got some people, of course, talk about this. And a lot of people are talking about this, this uh, the credit scene, of course. And we all know why. 
you know, going back to Spider-Man. Oh, come on. It's going to be a Spider-Man related post credit scene. I haven't looked at what. I haven't found any description. I haven't done any of that. So I'm just saying. Well, it's like we could kind of tell by the reaction. Venom Let There Be Carnage is a frenzied mix of buddy movie romance. Buddy movie romance. And that's between Venom and Eddie. And horror. It wastes no time to getting down to business and not relent. Hardy is on fire and Harrelson is carnage so and then we had this right here director andy circus explained to us during an instagram live how venom let there be carnage will push its pg-13 rating to the limits that's what i said i was like what did i say last week i'm all let it be a rock hard throbbing <laughs> pg-13 please just go as far as you can andy far as you can i still think the studio dicked with it a little bit but what can you do um yeah so Let's see. Post credit. Let's not see that. I think that might have given a two away. But yeah, there's these two guys right there. And that that's such an awesome picture. Look at this good boy down here. That's awesome. I love that picture. Oh, yeah. Just saw Venom Let There Be Carnage. Tom Hardy came on stage before the film to remind us. Yeah. So this is Tom Hardy right here saying, like, you know, don't say anything. Keep it. Keep it down. Lips sealed. But that post credit scene, mind blown. So we got all that. Wait is finally over, over Sony Pictures UK. So a lot of people got to see it tonight. Good for them. That's pretty much, yeah. I'm not going to go any further because I don't, want, I don't want any spoilers to be shown right here. Even though there's certain people, there's certain people with big followings that kind of already talked about some of the things that are happening in that post credit scene. Right. Yeah, I don't know who. But, you know, somebody by the name of, and I think, I think that's what, I don't know. It was like, a, you know, has a YouTube channel, something like, something like that. I don't know. It's just, it's interesting how, you know, you have a following, you're just going to say, you know, stuff, which it's just interesting. Just interesting. I don't know. Ah, oh, anyways, but yeah, come on. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. And then, and then of course starts backpedaling. Starts backpedaling. Hey, I didn't fucking... Yeah, I didn't give away everything. I didn't give away everything. There's more stuff. I just I just said a line that Venom says. Like, what? Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Okay? My God, man. Just don't say anything. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck. Come on, man. I mean... Come on, man. It's ridiculous. It's like, just don't say a word. Just don't, you know, it's very easy to not tweet. <laughs> it's very easy to just hold back, not hit the tweet button. Very easy. It's very easy. It's simple. I do it a lot. You should see my saved drafts. There's a lot of saved drafts where I go, no, I'm not going to say that. And I'll walk away. You know, jeez. Very easy. It's very easy not to do that. Anyways. All right. Well, that's all the topics right there. Let's go to some Twitter questions before we uh, wrap it up on this Tuesday. All right, so let me go. Where am I at here? Okay. See those Twitter questions. Thank you, guys, of course. Make sure you uh, smash that like, thumbs up. Do all that stuff. Appreciate it. You guys are awesome, as per usual. Oops. Yeah, we're good. We're good? Yeah, we're good. All right, so here we go. Twitter questions. Sinfinity got the 4K, and there was only two Blu-rays and one DVD left. 
There you go. Selling, selling, selling. You got to love it. Got to love it. Eric, all right, Dave, here's a question. Would it kill Warner Brothers to move Dune's HBO Max release to a couple of weeks after a theatrical release? Well, technically, that is going to be the case around the world. They're doing a good job of rolling it out internationally. I'll give it that. Pretty sure people who don't want to risk the theater can wait a little longer, and it's in their best interest to appease Denny a bit, right? Yeah, but they do have an international rollout that's happening like a month ahead of time, so that'll be interesting. Carrie, hey, Dave. With Nolan going to Universal, what's your favorite of the Bourne movies? It's one of my uh, favorite franchises. 1917 is another amazing film from Universal. Yeah, love that movie. You think they'll treat Nolan well? One of my favorite Bourne movies, eh, Supremacy, Ultimatum. I don't know. I, I think I like the first one the best, to be honest. I think I like the first one the best. I don't know. I mean, I know they kind of upped it. I didn't really... The one where it was just the, the last one with Jason Bourne, that was that was okay, but it didn't it wasn't as good as the previous ones. I think Identity is probably the first one's probably my favorite. But, you know, Supremacy Ultimatum, they're pretty good too. And the, the Jeremy Renner one was just I don't know. I didn't and the Jeremy Renner one was okay. Uh, yeah, I think they'll treat him very well. They definitely will. They got Christopher fucking Nolan. Of course they're gonna treat him well. They better treat him well. Uh, John, Nolan's grievances with uh, Warner Brothers probably dates back to 2016 with BVS and uh, Suicide Squad being messed with. I don't know if it's that. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a little bit of that. With the situation with JL, yeah, I'm sure there's some of that because remember, Christopher Nolan and and uh, Deborah Snyder, they went and saw a screening of Justice League and they came to the agreement that they were that, that, that Zack should never see it. So, yeah, I'm sure it's been building up for a bit. The situation will, with JL Probs was, uh, didn't help. Then Tenant and HBO Max exacerbated it. Yeah, things beyond repair. Emmerich and... Yeah, exactly. Yep. I, I agree with you, John. I agree with you. All right. Nicotina says, let's go. By the way, when did, when, when did the phrase, let's go, when did that come about? Everybody says it now. But when did it come about? Is it an internet thing? Do people actually say it in real life? Michael, Dave, first off, who do you have in the Super Bowl and when? Who wins? <laughs> Jeez, that's a little quick. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks get in there again. Chiefs will probably be a contender again. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, I think it's a little too early to tell. That game last night, though, the Ravens and Raiders game, holy shit, that was dramatic as hell. That's why. That's what you love about football. So un- unpredictable. Yeah, all sports are unpredictable, man. But that was like a fucking movie last night. Second, this can be a tough question. Who are? Let's see. What are a few of your all-time favorite films of all time? And who is your favorite actor? Mine is definitely Leo Leo DiCaprio. He never fails to impress and pick. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I got tons of favorites. You know, I love you know Fight Club. I mean, going back to Christopher Nolan. No matter. No matter how good Christopher Nolan films can be, and yeah, sometimes they're all not top notch, but I, I love Memento. Like his, and it's not his first movie, but it's like his first movie he got really recognized for. His second movie, technically, um, that's always been one of my favorites. But you know, your Fight Club is your Back to the Future, you know, stuff like that. Um, favorite actor? I mean, it varies. I mean, Tom Hardy. Going back to Tom Hardy, I mean, he's one of my favorite actors working today. I would say so. There you go. There you go. 
Matt McGough, Momoa did an interview for his new Netflix movie, Sweet Girl. That's not Netflix, I don't think. Is it Netflix? I think it was, I thought it was Apple. Am I wrong about that? And in, in it, he mentioned that he's only worked with one person he didn't like. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it was that fucking goober right there. I wonder if it was goober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it was an Apple, right? That was not. Uh, Jacob. It's Netflix. Oh, it is Netflix, huh? Oh, shit. I thought it was Apple. And yeah, I guess I should give it a shot, but I heard it wasn't that great. I think, oh, yeah, it's this TV. It's the TV show C, right? It's a series C that's on Apple, right? Am I getting those mixed up? Legalized cocaine. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, it's Netflix, huh? Interesting. Okay. Uh, Gary. No, oh, yeah, I know. I, sorry, Gary. Yes, I know. I just haven't had time to get to it. Thank, thank you for keep, keep on reminding me. I, I'm sorry, Gary. I will get to it. Sorry. Like I said, it just uh, um, keeps uh, I keep forgetting to check it out. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. You know, sorry about that. I apologize wholeheartedly. I love Nolan, Ryan says. Uh, the Batman 2022 rumors. He's one of the best directors. Yes, ever. Yes, he is. I, I agree with that. Um, Edward, Venom 2 reactions sound like they're only praising the post credit scene. Yeah, I know. Because it ties to Spider-Man, probably. You know, that's my guess. Uh, guess I will pirate the film and save money for Dune. Why are you going to admit that you're going to steal something? I don't get that, but okay. It doesn't cost a million dollars to watch a movie. I know, exactly. And I don't get the whole, like, uh, let's do that. Um, what was, uh, did you guys see? Okay, so, okay, thank you for the questions, of course. Um, um, yeah, I'm afraid. Where was it? Where was it? Remember what I was talking about yesterday, guys, about Haley Steinfeld? Remember how, like, you know, you saw that image of her from, from Hawkeye and it was just like, oh, look at that. She's cute. She's cute. And then sometimes you're just like, man, she just got that cuteness going. Did you guys see this shit? That's Haley Steinfeld right there. Completely at the fucking Met Gala. That is, that looks like an entirely different person. That's an entirely different person right there. That does not look like her at all. Yes, hot. (laughs) But my God, man, that is crazy. Isn't that that crazy? That is crazy. But this shows you right there. I actually, I I think this is a bit too much. (laughs) She kind of scares me right here. She looks a little possessed. You know what this is? This is fucking Ghostbusters when Dana gets possessed by Zool. There is no Dana, only Zool. That's what this is. Remember when she answers the door when Vakeman shows up all sexy and shit? That's what this is. That's what this is. Holy shit, man. When I saw that, I'm like, what the f- I did not- Wow. That- that's a little freaky right there. That's really freaky right there, man. That is really crazy. That's what that reminds me of, though, man. She's possessed. She's possessed. But, you know, all, Hollywood's a cult. Anyways, all right, guys. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up right there. Appreciate you guys clicking in and everything. Yeah, like I said, smash that like, thumbs up before you leave. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the join button if you want to participate in the uh, members-only stream that's going to happen after this. Or if you want to join the Patreon, too, and help out with that pirate ship and see what I'm working on and everything like that, do that. And then, of course, the Film Junkie Closet down below in the balls area. Get yourself some merchandise. 
all of that stuff. This was a fun one today, of course. Lots to talk about. And then, of course, like, again, rest in peace, Norm MacDonald, man. I mean, that, that one that one actually, that, that, that really hit. That really hit right there because I really, really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed um, always anything Norm MacDonald I was all about. So, but, yeah, I mean, he rests in peace. Really sucks that we lost a, a, an iconic comedic genius today. So, but anyways, guys, all right. Love you. See you guys tomorrow at the same junkie time, same junkie channel. All right. Talk to you later.